32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors. So often on the podcast, we look at endurance events because that's when uh, you need that extra nutrition, where you need to put stuff in your fuel tank to help you very often get to the finish line of your event. But not every event needs you to have um, as much supplementation. And there are little, or should I say shorter events as well that a lot of people just prefer to do. And if you're new to the sport of running, and if you're looking at doing something like a 10 kilometer, even if you're an experienced 10 kilometer runner, and you maybe want to improve your time, is there a way to do so by taking in nutrition? So Mark Wolf joining myself, Mr. Active David Katz uh, on the podcast. And Mark, for a 10K, in theory, not much nutrition is required, is it? There's there's no nutrition that's actually required for, for a 10K. Uh, if we have a look at the, um, the natural energy stores of the body, I mean, just taking your glycogen stores into account, you've got 2,000 calories which you can burn. And uh, Unless you're going to run a 10K in 90 minutes, maybe up to two hours, I don't see any necessity to actually take anything um, on the day. Uh, if you really wanted to, you could have a, a small little pre-race meal or a breakfast if you really just feel that you can't exercise without anything in your stomach and you need something, but there's definitely no reason to, to fuel yourself uh, during a run. Um, the only other thing that I can think of which would probably play a benefit might be something like caffeine because caffeine we know does wake up the brain gives you a little bit more mental focus so so that would definitely help but I don't see a necessity to go and uh, load yourself with uh, you know blood glucose sparking products and actually trying to to see if that makes a difference uh, I mean just uh, it could help a little bit of performance having that taste of sweetness in your mouth and getting the brain to to wake up a little bit, but um, it's not going to impact anything as far as your natural energy stores go. You, you've got more than enough natural fuel in the body uh, to fuel a 10K. Now, for someone who wants to have something, they do like breakfast, uh, what, what would you recommend they have something before running a 10K? And uh, how soon before the race would, would you, you recommend that they should eat? Well, I think it also depends on how fast a person's going to run a 10K because if you're going to run a 10K in, uh, let's say, under 40 minutes, it's, 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 it's a fair pace. Uh, so you're going to put your body under a little bit more stress. If you're going to just jog a 10K and just do it as a social runner, so that's a completely different story. So first of all, when the body is under, under stress, the digestive system doesn't function as well, and then you would want to try and avoid anything that's going to load your digestive tract. So probably something that's very measurable and very small and simple. So, I mean, even something like... Um, uh, say a little porridge or something but I would say even a, a half a cup or a cup of porridge would be absolutely more than enough um, I would never eat within an hour of a race uh, especially a 10k at all especially because you want to make sure that those digestive tracts are, are fairly clear and the food's already moved uh, through um, because uh, when you are racing and there's something sitting in your stomach and you are going at a high intensity it's going to impact you um, quite severely um, if you are just going on a on a on a casual you know, jog just to finish a little 10K run, or even if it's a park run, which is a 5K, um, I would say that uh, you don't really need to eat anything uh, beforehand um, because at, at that very, very slow pace, uh, what's going to happen is that you, you're going to actually spare your energy stores even more. So I don't think that uh, you have to take in something. If you really, really are craving something, again, something very, very small and measurable, 
Uh, one thing that um, you might be very interested in is if you want to make sure that you maximize your amount of fat burn. So in other words, if you want to utilize that as um, a sort of weight loss uh, effort or if you want to actually uh, make sure that from a health perspective that run is actually beneficial for you, then probably don't even take any carbohydrates beforehand. Don't, don't give yourself any blood sugar uh, rise and uh, if you want go with a bit of eggs or go with something completely different, even a little teaspoon of, of nut butter or something like that, or a tablespoon of nut butter, get something into the system which maybe will make you feel a little bit satiated and happy, but uh, stick to more protein and fat and don't actually even touch the carbohydrates. Uh, and you're more than welcome to try and take in some carbs afterwards from a recovery perspective, but I wouldn't overdo it. I mean, it's not, it's not something that uh, um, I think justifies uh, eating incorrectly. In actual fact, a lot of people use exercise as a means to, to, to eat, and it should be the op opposite way around. You should be nutrifying yourself um, in order to do exercise, and only nutrifying yourself to do exercise if the exercise is going to demand that of you. Now, Mark, uh, looking at recovery, then recovery would be quite important, even at a 10K distance. And uh, important there, you're told not, you know, just justifying that you can eat anything after 10K. You can't. It's important to, to refuel, but you shouldn't be throwing anything and everything in your system should you definitely not and again if we have a look at the two types of athletes the one performing at a very high intensity he's going to obviously do a little bit more muscle damage he's really going to deplete his glycogen stores uh, not completely but he's going to deplete a, a, a certain amount of it an athlete that's running at a very high pace will definitely require some carbohydrate intake to stabilize his blood sugar get the glycogen stores back up again um, and obviously protein intake to try and help with uh, any muscle resynthesis and you know get uh, any damaged muscle tissue repaired so so that's generally the kind of meal that um, you know somebody would look at but if 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 myself personally if i'm going on a 10k very easy controlled pace jog and it doesn't have to be a jog it can even be a pace where you're not actually performing at a very high intensity but a, a very comfortable effort there's no reason for me to load myself with carbohydrates after my glycogen stores are not depleted um, without a doubt, I probably haven't even depleted them uh, at all. And probably after a run like that, I mean, I might just go with uh, scrambled eggs and salmon as a an avocado as a, as a meal, and just keep that nice, healthy uh, um, nutrition uh, going, and, and actually utilize that that run as a benefit for me. So, so people that are doing park runs, I mean, it, it could be a 17 minute effort for some, but it could be a 40 minute effort for others. Um, you've got to understand if you're looking at burning off. Uh, roughly at a very high intensity, you could burn off maybe a thousand calories per an hour, but at, at, at probably a sort of a, a lower pace, you might only burn anywhere between 600 and 750 calories per an hour. Um, and then uh, you're only running, you're running less than an hour, so you're running maybe 40 minutes. So, you know, take off that time, maybe you've burnt off four or 500 calories in that 40 minutes. And then what actually happens afterwards, if you look at four or 500 calories from a meal perspective, um, you know, muffins and cappuccinos and beers and all these kinds of things is just not going to do that run justice. You know, so I think you've got to decide. Um, I, I prefer looking at it from a health perspective not necessarily from a performance perspective. Exercise is there as a means for, it's a social outlet, it's, it's, it's healthy, it's a de-stressor, uh, and, uh, and I think that nutrition plays a very critical role in, in making sure that um, uh, you, you achieve what you're setting out to achieve. Just by the way, if you do overload on carbohydrates afterwards, I mean, there's one simple thing that happens, that any, any glucose that's in your bloodstream um, is utilized, obviously, to replenish your glycogen stores, um, once the glycogen stores are topped up and there's still a lot of glucose left in your bloodstream, the body's ultimately just going to go and convert that to fat. It is not, if it can't get rid of it, it's going to convert it to fat. So, so that's basically um, the problem that I see with a lot of athletes is they overdo it after exercise and they actually tend to um, justify the exercise as a means to eat. 
Now, Mark, you, may, you touched on caffeine probably being the one thing that, that would be beneficial. Would you take it during the race? Would you take it just before? What do you recommend? Caffeine takes usually 60 minutes to hit its peak as far as uh, metabolizing caffeine goes. Obviously, it depends on what caffeine you're taking. But um, so I would say take the caffeine and generally what I do is I recommend take the caffeine 60 minutes before the start of the race and then maybe take one again just before the start of the race and then you're covered for the entire race. You don't need to take one during, I don't think, not, not at that short distance. You know, over a longer distance, you might want to top up your, ca- your caffeine intake during. But again, you have to experiment with caffeine. If you've never tested it before, you need to see that it does work for you. Uh, when people say to me, I drink coffee, you never know how much caffeine is in a cup of coffee. You never know how much caffeine is actually in a cup of tea. Um, they change from one cup to the next. And uh, the dark strength um, and, 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 uh, and taste of the coffee doesn't mean that there's more caffeine in it. It's really just the roast usually um, or it's just how it's been blended. So, so caffeine is definitely immeasurable. Um, it does, it does, I find that it works extremely well for me. It works extremely well for a lot of elite and amateur athletes out there. Um, it does help you with mental focus. It keeps that brain alert, and it does have a, a very big benefit. What ca- what caffeine um, does um, uh, after exercise is that it actually can help uh, speed up the replenishment of your glycogen levels by even up to fifty percent, which is which is quite significant. So, if you have put in a very very hard uh, effort and you have depleted your glycogen stores. Um, by taking in, a, say, a complex carbohydrate and then taking in some caffeine with that, it will actually speed up that recovery process. So it does have a benefit uh, post-exercise as well. Um, if you want caffeine to really work for you, you shouldn't be, um, a, a, I call them a, a coffee addict, because if you're drinking six or eight cups of coffee every single day and then you expect to take caffeine on the day of the race and you expect it to be a wow impact, it's not going to happen. Your body is extremely tolerant to the caffeine, and if you want the caffeine to work, you should be slightly less tolerant to the caffeine. So I'm not saying cut out coffee completely, but I mean, if you're having one cup of coffee a day and then you take caffeine on race day, for sure it's going to help and it's going to benefit. A lot of elite, elite athletes actually uh, reduce their caffeine intake uh, way before an event and uh, completely um, stop the caffeine intake maybe a week or two before an event and then take it on race day. So it does play a benefit, but again, it's, it's, it's when and how you utilize it, and again, what your body is actually uh, used to from a tolerant uh, level perspective. Well, 30TGI have a great caffeine product called the G-Shot. I'll put a link up to it on the end of this podcast. But from Mark Wolf and myself, Mr. Active David Katz, whatever distance you're running, whatever endurance event you're doing, do it safely. And just remember, you are what you eat. 32GI. leading sports nutrition provider focused on health and performance 32GI trusted sports nutrition advisors